Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hello. Hey. Welcome in uh, to the newest show uh, at PHNX. I shouldn't dance on this show. <laughs> I think you should. I think this is the show for dancing. We encourage dancing. Here. It's a fantasy sports show presented by Underdog Fantasy here at PHNX. We're just getting started. We're kicking off, if you will. Oh. Will you? I will. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. This is just, <laughs> if you'll have me. it's going to be, you know, emphasis on the fantasy, I say, because I think we're going to have a lot more fun than most fantasy, fantasy shows. Shane, what's your fantasy? <sighs> I'm sure it was sitting with me and, and Sean. I, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Uh, let's just get into <laughs> our first topic then. Um, well, obviously, probably one of the craziest week ones I can remember. I think there was a lot of parody, more parody than people think. I think the bad teams are better than people thought. And I think the Great team. Some there's, I think there's two or three really good teams in the NFL, and everyone else is about the about the same. Um, Sean beat me in fantasy this week. Bo says, and I don't feel like my sons respect me any longer. That will happen. Yeah, that will happen. He shouldn't respect you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Totri does not respect you. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, well. So, I do want to. I do just want to preface. We are all in a fantasy league together, the PHNX fantasy league, and I think I'm going to kick everybody's ass. I mean, I scored more points than anyone else in the league this week, so it's an interesting take based off week one. But you're entitled to your wrong opinion. I'm one to know. I'm not going to talk trash because I, I don't think I'm that good. But I got to. Can I share a story real quick? Why not? Max, our sales guy, thought he was being a smart ass and walked in with aloe uh, lotion for me at the beginning of the week, saying, "Just for the burn, you're going to take in fantasy." Oh Suck no! It. You lost, buddy. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Max. Very on Max, the same guy who made the same haircut joke twice in front of me. <laughs> the the, typ- the typical dad joke. I got a couple cut, not just one. Um, all right. Well, let's. let's Let's talk week one. Let's Tough. talk about some of the upsets. Obviously, last night probably being the weirdest game. Um, the Broncos fumbling twice at the one-yard line. Sorry, DMVR. Sorry, Michaela behind the camera right now. Um, did anybody see this coming? Um, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Gino was good. Yeah. Like, I don't think he ever got, like, a fair. A great game manager. Yeah, I don't think he ever really got a good opportunity yet. And he's finally getting one. Oh. <laughs> I am surprised that uh, Hackett and just the Broncos just – Piss that away the way they did. Well, how many, go walk somewhere else, Matt. How many court, How many people had Russell Wilson and needed points, and they pull him on that fourth down after they call the timeout? Yeah. Like that had to be excruciating for certain people, not just Broncos fans. Yeah, it, it, it was probably one of the weirdest games, and as I said, one of the weirdest week ones. Um, so, speaking of weirdness, surprises. Did anybody surprise you from a fantasy standpoint? Any player? Overperformer, underperformer in your guys' eyes? Underperformer, um, a handful of people, but CeeDee Lamb was one of them. I expected him to. That whole offense is just, I mean, now it's completely done, but. Yeah, I, there was. There, there was a quote that the Buccaneers, I forget who, I think it was, it was uh, Devin White, the Buccaneers linebacker, said, yeah, we were completely prepared for what they did because we watched their film from last year. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Um, on a positive side, uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. He was back. I, Finally. I, I drafted him. I thought he was going to be good. I didn't expect him to be two touchdown, perform the way he did. Yeah. So I, I'm going to take it. I don't know that a kicker can be surprised. Oh, yes, they but, can. But Matt Prater got like one point in my league. <laughs> one freaking point. Like that's uh, in our league. That that was surprising to me. You, last year, you could pencil him in for a decent 
uh, day for you. But uh, Jarvis Landry on the good side. I mean, he mm-hmm. had a great game for New Orleans. Of course, he was sitting on my bench, but you know, he had a great game for New Orleans. And he's a guy that uh, I think could pay dividends for people to pick him up. Devin Blackwell in the chat saying Cam Akers fuming. Um, I have a tier list of running backs in the NFL. It's like superstars, good, okay, and then the Cam Akers. And Cam Akers, <laughs> and the Cam Akers is in the worst tier. It's like, and then it goes bad. Cam Akers is Cam Akers, obviously. Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery okay, is, yeah. is a Cam Akers. Uh, do you guys have any Cam Akers? Devin Singletary is kind of a Cam Akers. De- Devin Singletary is definitely a Cam Akers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any. I think you covered it pretty well in your ranking. It's that just <laughs> that frustrating it's, guy it's, there. You know? It's the worst. Uh, yeah. Mine was Derrick Henry. You know, I, I know everyone says 29-year-old running back. I don't think this is kind of what we're going to see for the rest of the year. But, you know, only 10 points in PPR formats. Um, that was a kind of scary. I really liked what I saw from Washington's offense, though. I think Carson Wentz might be a sneaky good quarterback in fantasy this year. Jahan Dotson had a good week. Antonio Gibson had a good week. Curtis Samuel looks like himself. Hold on. Are you really going to throw out years of, of what we learned about Carson? <laughs> oh, I don't know about the Washington, Washington football franchise. I, I said nothing about him winning games. I just I think he can score you a lot of points in Fair. fantasy. Um, and then my two running backs that I have talked endlessly about, Travis Etienne and Damian Pierce, both not looking great week one. James Robinson has the best injury staff in the world, apparently, because he tore his Achilles at the end of last year, and he looked fantastic. Week one and Rex Burkhead is taking reps from Damian Pierce, which what are we doing? It yeah, is 2022. It's it's one week at a 17, like pump the brakes. I don't think I, I don't think we have to panic yet. I, I think you'll be all right. I think I think you guys will do just fine. All right. Uh, Joe's mentioning Justin Jefferson. Yeah, my God, that offense. It just scores a lot of damn points. Kirk Cousins is my quarterback in this fantasy league. So we're going to get into our fantasy suites, our favorite player from this week on your team. Espo, we'll start with you. Who is your favorite player? Jared Allen. I mean, it, it didn't start the way that you wanted it, but uh, it, but he took care of business. He wound up uh, in our league with 49 points for him. The center? Uh, Josh Allen? Did I say Jared Jared Allen? Allen? I'm so basketball. Yes, Jared Allen. No, Josh Allen. (laughs) He'd be a great tight end. It's been one of those days, boys. All right. I'm (laughs) I'm lucky I'm sitting up straight. Josh Allen, yes. Uh, The the great quarterback for Buffalo. Um, Saquon. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's good to see him back, is it not? Yeah, that's what that was the thing. Like, I drafted him and I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't. Same with Michael Thomas. Like, I just wasn't sure exactly what I was going to get out of him. I got more than I was ex- expecting. Look, for sure. Daniel was, S. Dimes. I don't know what his middle name is, but that's what his name is now. <laughs> Daniel S. Dimes is not a good quarterback, and he's going to be a good bat. He's going to have longevity be, as no, a backup. He'll be a good backup. He'll, he, yeah, yeah, he'll be a good he'll backup. Be a good, good, good. In the NFL after this year, I think he's done after this year as a oh, starter. Oh, you're talking NFL. Yeah. Oh, you, you think he's going to be the backup XFL? for the Argonauts? XFL, something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, his full name is Daniel Stephen Jones the third. It is S. It is S. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. Daniel S. Dimes. Yeah. Not great. That offense is not good. The defense is even worse, but that kind of bodes well for Saquon and this yeah, Giants offense sure. because they're going to be on the field so much. He's going to get healthy. crazy amount of targets as long as he stays healthy. The explosiveness, I think, is fully back. His speed, his top speed is fully back. I mean, he he looked great. What do you have, like 160 yards rushing? 
yeah, it sounds like about right. I don't remember off the I top of my head. I think it was 167. Head. He had 164 with a rush touchdown and then had 30 receiving yards. Yeah. Only like 18 carries, too. Yeah, he, he, he was great. Um, my favorite player for my team, just as Aaron Lee said, is Travis Kelsey. Uh, I got him as a steal in our draft. I think I got him in the third round yes. in a 12-person league. Wild. Right, so love that. 31 yeah. points in PPR formats. He's going to be good for this. Look at some of the people in our league. Yeah, true. They yeah. made sense in our league. True. Kelsey's one of those guys that, you know, I think the tight end position scares a lot of people. They don't want to reach for tight ends because they're tight ends. But there's but three, t- Kelsey's there's not. three <laughs> tight ends, I believe, in the NFL that are wide receiver ones. Kyle Pitts, Travis Kelsey, and Mark, uh, Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah, I'm a believer in go tight end early. Go the positions that there aren't a lot of guys that can get you big points and go there early because then you have a decided advantage. Yeah. Against your opponents, Best like that's that's my belief. Available, yeah, always, always the mentality. Uh, well, guys, obviously our show is brought to you by the Underdog Fantasy app, and if you guys haven't downloaded yet, make sure you do so. It it has added a lot of fun to not just watching sports, but also predicting how they're going to end up because you can hate bet against your least favorite yes. players, which is one of my favorite things to do. I always do it. Love taking over unders. But especially with the pick'em games, because you can get up to twenty times your odds. I know Espo, you've had some success. Oh, I had a lot of success. So much success that I have, for the first time ever in my life, uh, air chest bumped another man <laughs> because we had such success. That's the I, first time you've I, ever. First done. time. I'm. I, 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 me and Sean we literally, literally just, just shoulder bumped. Yeah. Well, you, usually I don't get off the ground. Yeah, is what I'm talking about here. Uh, I won five hundred bucks on on a twenty-five. Jeez. Dollar pick them five pitchers to hit the under. Uh, Max, wow. our sales guy, uh, we have we've been doing that with pitching. Uh, we pick guys ninety five pitches or more and bet the bet the under on it, and it's been uh, it's been great. Yeah, all I'm saying is I deposited fifty dollars into my account, and I have two hundred twenty two sitting in it right now. So love to see it. Duh. You can do that as well. But not only do they have pickums, they also have drafts. Yeah, daily fantasy drafts, weekly, even season long stuff. Um, it's just such a blast when you're doing it. And if you're going to the Cardinals game, like picking Cardinals players to not only root for for your team to score, but also for your fantasy team to yep. score just makes it so much more fun. As I, and as I said, those short attention span people out there, it's daily. So you can do it. I like doing the MLB one. Sometimes it's just one game, which we did and we'll show you in a little bit. But it's it's just the best. And you can search in the App Store right now or click the, click the link in the show notes. Sign up with the promo code PHNX. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX. And get in on some action today. All right. So we did a draft, as I mentioned. This is for the Thursday night game between the Chargers and the Chiefs. So you're just it, it's a three-person draft. Each, each person drafts four players. And it's a half PPR format. Whoever comes out on top wins the money that we all put in. And so we'll get into our our teams right now. I had the second pick. Espo had the first. Sean had the third. Snake format. So don't judge us. Um, these <laughs> are proje- us. projected totals on the bottom. Espo, what was your reasoning with your first four? I just, I just well, first off, in the snake format, I get the benefit of the first pick, but obviously yeah. you, you kind of have, have the back end here. But I just... I like Kelsey. I mean, that that was the obvious number one pick, despite you know people trying to convince me otherwise while we were sitting in there. <laughs> uh, and I took a flyer on a guy like a, a Sony Michelle on the on the last pick there. I, I know my projected points don't 
don't show it, but I'm a I'm a big boomer bust. Yeah, I like to it. take I, I like to take things based on gut and instinct, and that's how I went in this draft. So, Sean? yeah, I'm kind of in a similar spot. Like Mike will last week didn't do anything, but it seems like he should. So um, that's what I took him. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Two touchdowns last yeah. week. He balled out. So to get him with the fourth overall pick was good. Nicole Hardman is another one like Mike Will where he didn't do a whole lot last week, but I feel like he has the potential to go off in any given week. Yeah. I feel like any receiver in the Chiefs offense has that possibility. And then Gerald Everett was just kind of a who's left pick, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Um, but he's projected eight or he's projected seven. He, he got, he got more targets picks. than I thought last yeah, week. Yeah, he had a touchdown, so – it's another one of those things where it's like, hey, you don't know what's possible. Maybe you can do it again. Chris in the chat saying, I thought he just called himself a boomer. Espo, <laughs> would you call yourself a boomer? Oh, in this group? Yeah. <laughs> this feels like I'm sitting here with my two sons talking about fantasy. Yeah, it's, uh, I actually uh, probably am I'm close to being old enough to be your dad. So. Well, you might be old enough to be my dad, but I'm going to be your guys' father this week because my <laughs> team is so Ooh. much better than yours. And it's because Keenan Allen likely not going to play. He is listed as doubtful. Um, I went in with Eckler as the second pick overall. Then I got Juju and then the two receivers who should be able to step up. DeAndre Carter slotting into a hard, high target share and Joshua Palmer as well. Both Chargers players that should get a lot more targets. Um, projected 39.2. Hoping to bring back the dub. Did you guys have any pro- difficulty kind of gauging Chiefs players? Because we know the Cardinals defense. It's unimpressive to say, say the least. So... How much could we believe in what we saw in week one with these guys? I think this offense is is supremely underrated in the eyes yes. of the public. Just like you lose, it's it, Tyreek Hill is a buzzword now. You yeah. lo- <laughs> losing Tyreek Hill in offense, yeah, it's a, one, the, probably the most dynamic player in the NFL. But you still have Travis Kelsey. You still have the I think the most talented quarterback in the NFL and Patrick Mahomes. And your defense is okay, which means they'll be on the field a lot. I mean, they just score so fast, and especially receiver wise. And even running backs do this. Patrick Mahomes doesn't hand the ball off when they're inside the five. He loves these one-yard touchdowns. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of points to be had from from fantasy perspective in this offense. And I just I think it's the second best offense in the NFL. And like Juju's not a bad receiver. He he he's a good receiver. He, yeah. He he had a man with basically no arm mm-hmm. in throwing him the ball for the last couple of years. Like and. Patrick Mahomes is like Tom Brady in the sense that he can turn just about anybody into a good wide receiver. Yeah. I think so. I'm not too concerned about them losing yeah. Tyreek. And then obviously Travis Kelsey's still and the best tight end. We put in the chat um, the poll for who you guys think is going to come out on top. So make sure to go ahead and vote in that. I'm used to f- finishing dead last in these kind of polls. So <laughs> I expect it to happen. Um, all right. Well, obviously week two starting up in just a few days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's saying y'all lock tree out of the studio or what. We've tried. He's just so small. He can he sneak around. In. He climbed. Yeah. He's, he scaled the building yeah. last time and just. It actually looks like you're doing the Sun Devil show with a guy that ate Tokyo. Like that's, <laughs> uh, that's how this looks. Oh my God. <laughs> the self deprecation does not leave when it comes to this show. Um, oh man. Jamal Adams. That hurt last night. Jamal Adams probably out for the rest of the year. It sounds like after a serious quad injury in that game. But some players went down, some players' stock went up. Um, week two starting soon. Who do you guys like as your favorite waiver wire pickup of the week? We'll throw the graphic up. Espo, we'll start with you. Uh, I like Marcus Mariota. If you're somebody sitting there that had Dak Prescott and all your hopes on <laughs> Dak Prescott, I just I I've always liked what Marcus Mariota uh, brings to the table, and I think in Atlanta, obviously a young group. 
I think he'll I think he'll score fantasy points. He's not going to win a lot of games, but he's going to score fantasy points there. So if you're in desperation mode for a quarterback, uh, I'd look for Mariota. Yeah, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Elijah Mitchell's out for a while now. Um, it's just yeah. one of those things where starting running back goes, yep. goes down, you take it back up. Yeah, um, Niners are just a carousel of running backs yeah. anyway. Don't pay your running backs, guys. Um, speaking <laughs> of running backs and speaking of a guy who shouldn't be getting paid but and shouldn't be getting carries, but he still is, Rex Burkhead. I, 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 thought, I thought he – I didn't think he was going to be a problem. Damian Pierce, obviously, named the starting running back week one, thought he was going to get a ton of carries, and he got an okay amount. But not in routes. Rex Burkhead ran 25 routes. Damn. You know how many Damien Pierce won? Three. Five. Damn. Five routes. This man can be a PPR nightmare. He's available in most leagues. I, I would go see if Rex Burkhead is on your waiver wire. I know it's not the most appealing name. And he's not the pe- most appealing looking man. But trust <laughs> me. Lost I, Elijah Mitchell could be somebody. There's a lot of people in the need of a running back right now. Yeah. Can, can you guys help me? I have a unique situation. Oh, boy. It's in our league, so you might not want to help me. But I'll ask... Anyways, I had TJ Watt dropped 50 oh, points for me. We do have IDPs, one, yeah. And now I'm, you know, and, and I took him relatively early in our draft because, I, again, I like taking guys that in positions that, you know, are give you an advantage here. I don't know what to do now with it, with him out. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and look in our in our league. Do you have any idea of any any anyone you would want to pick up, Sean? For, because I, I when I when I went through it, I just went with the most tackles from last year, and that was Jordan Brooks. He was yeah, the, he was the I second did. leading leaguer or second in tackles in the league there last year. Behind Foyer, yeah, who I drafted. Um, I don't know. I mean. Um, <laughs> Gruger Hill, I don't even know how to say his last name. Linebacker from Texans is the top projected. He um, had the most tackles of anyone available. He had the most tackles last year. Do you guys like having a, having a linebacker on your team? I hate it. I do too. I hate uh, It's different. It's kind of fun. Yeah. You, usually what I would do in past leagues, I wouldn't invest high in it, and I would just rotate guys each yeah. week, whoever's projected to go highest. And I think I'm going to have to go yeah, back I'm to that. Say, that yeah. brings me to this question. This is my whole theory with defenses i never draft the defense until i have to on the last pick because what i do is i just rotate them each week do you guys think it's worth taking one of the top five defenses i i like to do what you're talking about play play the matchup more than play the specific defense yeah if i can get basically like the bills defense then i'm going to take them um like in the draft but i think not even a top five like if you get outside of the top two or three then yeah i'm just i'm rotating um I had that mentality with the Packers defense. I drafted them in a couple of leagues and uh, not looking great after week one. Um, they got me one point in our league. Um, so I may be in that situation where I'm going to start rotating. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get into the questions and please chat, some people asked on Twitter some questions we'll be answering at the end of the show. But if you guys have any questions and you're watching live, comment them and we'll get to them at the end of the show. Um, these are some starters. These are some guys that probably aren't available on your waiver wires. But if the first man that I'm going to talk about is definitely grab him. We'll throw up the target uh, targets per route graphic. So Julio Jones, who a lot of people gave up on, a lot of yeah, a lot of leagues don't have him drafted. I would assume he's going to be picked up this week. If he is not picked up in your league, I would pick him up. Chris Godwin obviously going down again. Don't know how long he's going to be out. Has that been announced yet? I'm not don't sure. I'm, I'm not sure how long how serious the injury is. Regardless, even when Chris Godwin was healthy, Julio Jones was targeted on 23% of his routes in that game. 
by Tom Brady. If you have, and that's not 23% of the time he was, that's 23% of every time he ran a route, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, another guy who was really high on before the year started, Lions receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, 33% of his routes. Again, not available, but if you're worried about his week one performance, you shouldn't be. The man is going to have a monster year. And then this is a guy who I was really high on at the start of the year, Mr. Kyle Pitts. I think he has the opportunity to be a top 10 fantasy receiver this year, even though he's a tight end. I love him so much. He did not have a great week last week. At all. He had a, a Only two week. receptions. Yeah. But do not panic. Yeah. I promise, guys. 25% of his routes he was targeted. He's going to be a huge part of that offense. All of these stats are courtesy of Dalton underscore Cates on Twitter. Make sure to give him a follow. We're going to him on a show soon. It's a fantastic fantasy football mind. So shout him. I want to give a shout out to him and give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, anyone else that you saw this week that didn't perform well, but you know everything everything should be okay, specifically on your guys' team? On my team, everyone on my team kind of balled out, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, I'm not going to. Um, I mean, like, DJ Moore, I, I he only gave yeah. me eight points. I, I'm not putting too much stock into that, that game because we all know Baker was playing with a lot of emotion, and Baker doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that knows how to channel that emotion. So once they get out of a, a situation where they're not playing the, his former team, um, I think he can be more productive, and thus DJ Moore can be more productive. But otherwise, everyone – and then the Packers defense. I don't think a lot of people are giving a lot of re- enough respect to the Vikings. Um, like, I think the Vikings are going to be a good team and probably win that division. Um, and so, like, the, the Packers only giving me one point on in fantasy this week. I, I'll be patient. Mm-hmm. I I think Zach Ertz was underwhelming for me. I mean, he finished with uh, – Two catches on four targets for 14 yards. The saving grace was the touchdown and the two-point conversion uh, that he caught. But I expect that to straighten itself out. You also live or die with Zach Ertz in the end zone. He he almost needs a touchdown a game to be a super productive receiver. But, yeah, he he did get a fair share of targets last year. Hopefully that stays the same this year. They're going to need him, man. Uh, And we'll see if Trey McBride starts to take some of those snaps too. He wasn't even active in game one. We'll see. Um, All right, last segment before we get to the questions. Rapid fire, talking about some receivers and some explosive week ones. Are you buying or selling? We'll start with um, Devin Duvernay. 17 points, two touchdowns, buying or selling? Selling. I just, I mean, we talked before, like during the drafts and stuff like that about Rashad Bateman. I think he's still going to be the guy there. And it's just one of those things where it's like a guy just kind of happened to get targeted Mm -hmm. twice and had two touchdowns. I, I, it's not enough for me to be like, you need to have this guy on your team mm-hmm. quite yet. If he doesn't, again, maybe it'll change my mind, but I'm not ready to buy on that yet. Yeah, I'm right there with you, so. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a guy that oh, I think a lot of people are going to look at in, in a rush. They'll pick him up, but when you start to see, I think he was targeted four or five times in the game, that's it, and yeah. two of them have many touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, selling him as well. Uh, buying or selling Robbie Anderson? Selling, again. Um Mainly because I have DJ Moore on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I, as much as I, I think that Baker can be more consistent, I'm not going to bet on him being more consistent. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to get a receiver from the Panthers after what I saw from last week. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of boomer bust uh, for, for Panthers receivers. So I, I'm in sell there. I've, I've liked Robbie, but I just don't see it as it's more on the quarterbacks necessarily than the receiver. Um, 11 points in week one. Familiar name for Cardinals fans. Christian Kirk buying or selling? Bye, 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 bye. I also have him on my fantasy team. Um, 
I I like kind of like you said earlier. I think a lot of people like the bad teams aren't necessarily as bad as people thought they were going to be. The Jags don't have Urban anymore. Trevor Lawrence is a year more experienced, and he's the guy there. Like, uh, not that I think the Jags are going to be a good team, but I think I think Christian Kirk is going to be, have a productive year. And part of me is just saying that because again, I have him on my team. <laughs> I struggle with Christian Kirk having watched him here. Like you always, he always felt the guy like the guy that you were waiting to to break out, be that guy, uh, you know. And now he's in a situation where he's expected to be the number one, but they're bad team. I I think I'm going to sell it just based on previous track record. They're a bad team with a good quarterback, though. Are quarterback we sure? That's better than are we Kyler. sure that he's a good quarterback? I think so. I think so. All right. I believe in him. Last one. Now a Cardinal. Not many expected him to do much this year, but he's going to have to. Greg Dortch, are we buying or selling? I'm buying. I, when you look at Kyler Murray and how much he went to him in, in game one, I, I think you're going to see. I, you don't have to like it. I'm just, this is, again, I, yeah. I like taking big swings. This is a big swing. And you win a league or you lose a league with your waiver wire. I think that's a chance to take. I'm selling. I just don't like the Cardinals offense or really anything oh. about this Cardinals team. Uh, oh. So I like I like James Conner. Um, and I mean, tight ends in the NFL aren't that deep. So obviously someone's going to end up with Zach Ertz. But if your name's not DeAndre Hopkins, I really don't have any interest in you as a Cardinal, to be honest. I'm renting. Fair. Yeah. Renting Dorch. I think, I, I mean, nine targets in that game. I know there wasn't a lot going on, but seven receptions, 63 yards, like, I, I think any look good. Back, yeah, yeah. I think you look good. I think you look good. Buying for PPR, yes, Aaron. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some questions. Uh, we'll get to the chat ones later. But if you still have a question, make sure to drop it in the chat. We'll go with question one from the Twitter. Um, PHX Phony Phony says Robbie Anderson, Jahan Dotson, or Damian Pierce for my flex guys. <sighs> Well, I'm not going to say Robbie Anderson because I just sold on him. <laughs> um, Jahan, I guess. I don't know. I'm not like really confident in either of those, to be honest. Uh, I know I said sell on Robbie, but I, 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 out of that group, I probably lean that way. I'm definitely, I'm definitely saying Jahan Dotson. Uh, they got the Lions next week. I think he proved that he's more than capable of being a, a consistently targeted guy. Um, the Lions obviously gave up a ton of yards um, to the Eagles last week. Uh, I, I think Dotson's that guy. I, 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 and I, I'm going to start Damian Pierce in my leagues just because Damian Pierce is my guy and he's my RB2 in most leagues. Um, but that's just because that's just false confidence, I think. That's just me, <laughs> me hoping that he's going to start getting going. But if I had another option, Sean Dotson is probably the guy um, in that one. All right, let's go to the next question. Uh, Mary Rawlings asked, Rogers or Hurts? It's Jalen Hurts. I did, yeah. Yeah? They, there was, they don't have anyone to throw to. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had receivers dropping wide open passes. I'm not going to trust him because I can't trust his receivers. Jalen is magical, and he has a tremendous offense. I think Jalen is the only thing that stands in the way of that offense, to be honest. But So, so you're going to pick him? No, even I'm saying I'm not, what, I mean is, I, what I mean is, is I think that's the best offense in football if Jalen is playing – at his peak. I, love, I mean, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy, but there's definitely arguments for both. Again, Jalen's on my fantasy team. Jalen Hurts <laughs> well, <there we> go. <laughs> playing Monday night 
against the Vikings, that game is going to have a lot of points. Yeah. I don't like the Vikings secondary. I don't think they can contain them, but I also think the Vikings score quick as well. Take the over in that game if you're going to be betting. But I love Jalen Hurts, but also Aaron Rodgers is playing his 52 sons, the Chicago Bears. Fair. The man just goes crazy against the Bears. He has like a weird amount of rushing touchdowns against them. This is a toss-up. Just because it's Monday Night Football, I would go with Jalen Hurts. That's the only reason why. Otherwise, it's a complete coin flip for me. Look, I'm going to trust the MVP, at, at least in football, not on anything else. But I'll trust him <laughs> on the football, football field. Give me, give me Aaron Rodgers here, especially against the Bears. I mean, you make, you make the excellent point that he owns them, so you might as well play him. I'm immunized to the Aaron Rodgers hype. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think our third question is from our producer extraordinaire, Jacob Franklin, saying, Help I have me. Dak. Where do I go from here? Help me. I already <laughs> told you, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I honestly, I don't mind it. No. Why? I just don't trust that offense. You can't. You're picking from a group of guys who weren't drafted. You're going to have to well, take somebody you may not Carson Wentz. Or Marcus let's, Mariota. Like, hey. Let's look and see who's available in our league. So right I'm now. looking right now. We got oh, base we... projected Mariota, Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, and Tuanon, Tua Tungavailoa. Um, and then he is available, Cooper Rush and Geno Smith, also available. Okay. Okay. Let's... I'm just saying. I You're not in on the the, Cooper, the Geno Smith or Cooper Rush? Hype? I like Carson Wentz. I'm telling you. Mm. I, th- I think he's going to score a lot. Carson of Wentz points, is back. Especially this week. You know, maybe Carson a revolving, Wentz is back. Maybe a revolving door. Um, also, a guy you didn't mention, Mr. Daniel S. Dimes. Stop it. Uh, uh, Daniel S. Dimes playing Carolina this week. I think Carson Wentz is the ad against Detroit. I, I think that's the player this week. answer is Mitchell Trubisky. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm in on Mitchell Trubisky. I was. I Since before he became a stealer, I thought he was going to end up being a good starter again. I think he's... Similar to Geno in that he's never really gotten an opportunity to be a good quarterback. Like, he hasn't been put in a situation where he's been able to succeed. I think he kind of has that now. Um, I am in on this. Uh, Pat Fryer, I like Pat Fryermuth. I, I like Chase Claypool. Like, I'm in on the Steelers' skill players. For me, it depends. Is your strategy that you're looking for a guy to just hold the fort the entire time? Or are you going rotating door? Because that changes Fair. for me. Like I think the plan for everybody except for Jacob. <laughs> I think we all pick up every single quarterback. Just screw him. Yeah. I'm well, not in your league. Let's get Jacob oh, wait, out of the has... league. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. I'm not you're in not, your you league. weren't man Tough. enough to be in our league. That's right. I think Mariota's the move if unless Carson Wentz is available. All right, next question. I think this one is from Mac. Keep Gallup or drop him. Keep him put him in your IR slot. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Why wouldn't if if you don't have an IR slot, and that's why she's asking though. I still keep him. Yeah. I I mean, he's well. Hold on now. Who's gonna be throwing to him? When he comes back, Dak will probably be back, right? You're looking. Yeah, but not hundred percent, Dak. There's Uh, a lot of timelines on Dak right now. Yeah. It's like it's anywhere between eight weeks to four. I mean, it really depends on who you have on your in, like your other. We need more context, options. Michaela. Yeah. Um, in theory, I say keep him. Yeah. Uh, I just I think the upside, especially once. Yeah, I would never say just there. drop him. I was a big fan of him last year. Yeah, same. Um, you know who you should accidentally drop? Cortland Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick him up after yeah, he accidentally dropped him. Bad. I, I think we have one question from the chat before we get out of here. Chris in the chat asking, Keenan Allen is probably out for week two. I have Allen. Okay. 
I can't I can't read it. Can you go back down? Allen Robinson. Devontae I have Allen Robinson, Devontae Smith, and Elijah Moore on my bench. Who's the best option to replace Keenan this week? As I said, I think there's going to be a lot of points in that Eagles game. I I wouldn't I wouldn't start Allen Robinson until you can see that Matt Stafford likes Allen Robinson or because, has a functioning arm. Yeah, or has a functioning <laughs> arm. But I'm also really high on Elijah Moore. Uh I would say Devontae Smith. Yeah, is probably that's where the I was going. Option. Just again. I really like Jalen. I really like that offense. I think there's so many weapons on that offense that it's some, someone is going to break out in that offense and going to have a good game. I don't see why I can't be Devonta. Yeah, I'm there with you guys on that one. Yeah, Devonta Smith, probably the safest option for that. But Elijah Moore's a good flyer. Good to have on your bench just in case. I think he's going to start seeing a lot more points. Uh, guys, anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, who won the poll? Oh, yeah. I need to know how badly I lost. The poll, <laughs> it was... Shane at 42% as your winner. Come on, what were the other percentages? Sean at 33, Espo at 25. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'll take that. That's all right. I'll take that. I understand that. I think Shane does have the best team. Like, those, those, that's, if you get the first pick in that draft, like, if you get, yeah. I didn't get the first pick. I had the first pick. If you don't get the third pick, basically. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, fun first show. Yeah. Um, As I said, emphasis on the fantasy. We'll probably have some games for you guys next week. Oh, no, Um, we will. Yeah. But what did did Geno Smith once say once upon a time? They tried to write me off. I ain't right back. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks.